Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganel. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. I hope you are all doing well and having a super day wherever it is that you are listening to this episode. Today we are talking milk. Not milk in the sense of like milk from the cow. We are literally talking about one of the coolest revolutions in milk alternatives. To dig into that topic today, I am speaking to the founder and the CEO of Nata, which is a sustainable wellness brand that is changing the way we consume milk. Now, she has been featured in major outlets such as Good Morning America, Today Show, Forbes, New York Magazine, Women Health, as well as Shark Tank. So during this episode, we talked about some of the benefits of actually switching from normal dairy milk to a milk alternative, like the health benefits to us, but also the benefits to the planet. We also looked at what exactly is nata and how it is revolutionizing the way that we enjoy milk alternatives without the guilt of packaging. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Alicia Long. Thank you for having me. You are most welcome. How did your sustainable journey start? Yeah, so I was actually pregnant with my son. So I'm lactose intolerant. So I drink a lot of plant-based milk. I was working at Google at that time and I was drinking, you know, just a lot of other big name brands of uh, plant-based milk and realized that there's a a lot of preservatives, sugar in those store-bought plant-based milk. And also the curtains are going to waste and it's not recyclable. So, and I, out of curiosity, I Googled, you know, how many milk cartons get thrown away every single year, which to my surprise, there is about 17 billion milk cartons get thrown away every single year. Wow. And really what the plant-based milk in the carton, most of them, they only have about 2% of almonds and the rest is just water. And I realized how much waste that is. And then for me, my background is uh, I grew up in China. So I grew up actually drinking homemade plant-based milk because I have a busy lifestyle (laughs) and then my son and juggling between the work and the sun. So I didn't have the time to make plant-based milk because the process is very long and lengthy. So usually it requires soak the nuts the night before and then blend it. Sometimes you have to heat it up like soy milk. And then you have to strain it afterwards. So it's like an all-day process. And for the longest time, I'm just like, oh man, I really don't have time. And I wish I could drink healthier. But at the same time, I just wish that there is a device that can kind of like be the Nespresso. And then I can just press a button and boom, I I can have really fresh plant-based milk. So when I was talking to my mechanical engineer husband, he was like, well, I can 
study Nespresso and then I can work to create one. And so that's when we kind of got to work. That's when the idea was born in 2020. That was the, I guess, the beginning of the pandemic. And then we worked on the product development for a year. And then our brand went live in July of 2021. Oh, wow. So a real COVID baby. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) The the uh, COVID-born company. As you say, when you look at those boxes, firstly, the majority of them is Tetra Pak, which guys, oh my goodness, like I've talked about Tetra Pak on the podcast. You know, there's so many different layers of plastic, cardboard, foil, mix, mix in there. So yes, it can be recycled. Yes, it is a massive process. It takes a lot of water. So let's try to avoid it if we can. And just like next time, do yourself a favor when you walk down those milk alternative aisles, have a look and see what is inside as well. Because yeah, it is it is crazy. So that's full on. Like I prefer to not drink dairy. I am actually allergic to it. I do love cheese. So sometimes (laughs) it's a hard, you know, like, oh, you know, okay, I'll have some, but yeah, it's, it's not great for me if I, if I do have it. So I try to avoid it, but yeah, it is fantastic how that's kind of how your journey started. And now today we have what is called nutter, uh, the like Nespresso of the milk. I quite like that. I'm sure like, you know, it will be great to kind of add that next to our coffee machine in the future. So I'm looking forward to to trying that out. And I will definitely share with, with our crazy birds as well, like kind of how I'm experiencing it. But can you, in a nutshell, pun intended, <laughs> tell us <laughs> like kind of what is Nutter? So Nutter is actually all-in-one device, basically um, eliminates the process of soaking the nuts and then blending and also straining. So it does it all. So basically it blends, it heats, it strains all at the same time. And all it takes is nuts and water and select your heat setting and press the button. And after a couple of minutes, you have freshly made plant-based milk. That's one of the things that I find is really frustrating actually going when I when I do decide I'm going to buy a box of milk because, you know, I feel like I'm going to have a few cappuccinos and I really want to, you know, have this because normally if I have coffee with the milk alternative, I would go to a cafe and have it because I have it so seldomly that it just doesn't make sense for me to go and buy the whole box and then you don't finish it in time because let's face it, it goes off fairly quickly. So what is the benefit to the actual larger system of making your own milk? Yeah, definitely. I think just from a nutrition perspective, one is it's much more nutrition dense and then you actually get all of the nutrients from you know nuts and seeds and you can do the combination of almonds and hemp seeds and chia seeds and just way more healthier. And two is that by a lot of uh, uh, consumers now switching from dairy to plant-based milk, one is because of their health benefits. And two is that dairy is actually number one gas emission contributor. So it actually creates a lot of waste on earth. So if you do some research, dairy industry actually it requires a lot of land and that is not very sustainable. 
by switching to plant-based milk. And then obviously you we use nuts and seeds, which come from trees. And then we have ethos is that we plant a tree every single time we sell another machine. So we have sold, we have sold over 50,000. So we have contributed to the one tree planted for 50,000 trees. We're actually going to plant trees in LA by the end of this month. So I'm very excited about that. So by switching from dairy to plant-based milk and making it yourself, you can actually contribute to that sustainability long-term. Oh, that's amazing that you're talking about One Tree Planted because we actually had the CEO, Matt Hill, on the podcast a while back, just like talking about all the amazing work that they're doing. So I'll link that up for our Crazy Birds as well so they can listen to it if you have not already listened to that episode, which is great. And obviously, there's so much more benefits to switching to alternatives. But, you know, one of the other concerns that I always find that, you know, if we've got everyone switching now to almond milk and, you know, we've got in California where they've had such an issue with almonds because all of our bees started dying because of certain pesticides and everything. So then that kind of puts another strain on another link on the ecosystem. So there is for sure like a switch when it comes to adopting these milks. But what would you say is other reasons as well to like make your own milk alternative? So other benefits by switching, I think for environmental impact, for example, I think almonds is one alternative, right? And then, but also we encourage consumers to to try different nut milk or what plant-based milk. So for example, on our recipe and you'll find walnut milk, you'll find sesame milk and hem milk, macadamia milk. And there's a, a lot of other alternatives that people historically have not discovered because Consumers just drink what's available, right, on the shelf. But on the shelf, you know, obviously, historically, we have the Oatly, we have the Almond Breeze, and they're just almonds and, and oats. But actually, the options are unlimited. The sky's the limit. My personal favorite is actually cashew with hemp. So hemp actually has a lot of benefits um, for your heart, for, you know, muscle functions. And also I add a little bit uh, adaptogens in there. So lion's mane, ashwagandha. So these are actually our uh, creations for our next line of product, which is Nutter Blends. We create different options for consumers so they don't have to think about it. Because, you know, for almonds, it actually takes a lot of water. And then we actually encourage people to drink, like, try it out. Try oat milk and try hemp milk and try cashew milk and soy milk, something you've never tried before. Maybe it, it's better for your digestion system. So we team up with a number of nutritionists and dietitians to get folks to experience different type of plant-based milk and see what's the best for your digestion system. Oh, that's amazing. And you guys have... On your website as well, so many great recipes. I think there was like a few different lattes and things, which I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to try this. <laughs> so I'll definitely check that out. I quite like oat milk as well, because I find, you know, oats, it's so easy to do that package free if you don't have to wait days to make stuff. And I mean, oat milk for me is lovely if you buy it from the store, if you go to the cafe and you have it there, because it's like a really nice oat milk, but every time I tried making it, it's like slimy. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Yeah. 
So what we have found is that in uh, oat milk, so there's temperature, it also has an impact in oat milk as well. And also we're in the, with our another blend, um, we also have added some vitamins and minerals and that can help kind of uh, change that texture. So you actually does not feel like it's too slimy. And then on our recipe book, and there's actually recommendations based on your preference and also the um, temperature control because our machine has a different temperature. So that's based on different nuts and seeds will actually recommend different temperature and amount of water. And then as being tested by 50,000 customers and, you know, obviously we have a lot of plant-based chefs actually work with us trying to perfect the perfect oat milk recipe for everybody. Oh, that sounds great. And when you look at all those milk boxes, you'll see there is quite a lot of sweetness and things in there as well. So how do you guys then get that specific sweet taste? Is there some ingredients that, you know, we can add like honey or dates or like what each one like kind of has its own or like what, what can people add? We definitely recommend dates or monk fruit sugar. These are plant-based. And then in all of our nutter blends, which is a, we call a plant-based milk booster. If you want a little bit of flavor like vanilla or chocolate or strawberry, these are sweetened by dates. Some of them are sweetened by monk fruit. So none of those have added sugar because we are very cognizant about the sugar content and they're not very sweet. So we'd rather to have consumers to control the sweetness themselves, but just lightly sweetened. Yeah, we definitely, if you don't uh, use the blends, definitely use dates. It tastes fantastic definitely going to try that out. And I mean, for many of people, and I mean, like me included, we try to do better by the environment. But in the end, it also comes down to like the bottom line, you know, how much is it going to cost me to do this? So what type of savings would our crazy birds look at if they are wanting to switch from store-bought to actually using the nuttar? It actually saves quite a bit. It depends on what you drink. For oats, for example, if you buy a store ball like Oatly, it's like five or six dollars per carton. And that's about six to eight cups, I believe. But overall, like if you make it yourself, it's actually 17 cents per cup. So if you do the math, it actually saves about three to four hundred dollars per year if you make it yourself. Yeah, that's a lot. And also for me, I prefer to have black coffee, but every now and then I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to treat myself with a nice cappuccino with a milk alternative. Then, you know, I can actually make that one. I don't have to buy a box, have a liter, and then I I do sometimes end up freezing it because I feel bad, you know, not using it in time, but then it just doesn't taste the same. So I quite like the idea of making it on demand because, you know, even if I'm just thinking, you know, you have visitors and now you're like, oh, what milk would you like? We have anything that's from the bulk food store. So you can have, you know, your variety versus, yeah, having all of these boxes all the time. And especially if people prefer an oat milk and the other person likes a coconut milk and, you know, it it becomes quite a lot. So I think that's great. Exactly. I, I love <laughs> that. Consumers have the same concerns. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So what has been some of the feedback? Obviously, 50,000 units sold. What are people saying? 
We surveyed our customers pretty rigorously um, just to get their feedback for our future product development. So we were wondering if they put it on their kitchen counter or they put it away in their cabinet. We're just curious what people, how people use it, right? So consumers actually, surprisingly, they said, oh, it's definitely on my kitchen counter. It's right next to my coffee machine. And I use it, not only use it every day, but I use it multiple times a day. So we're quite pleased and surprised. And so we also asked them, so what do you use them for? Um, They said, well, I use it for morning coffee creamer. Also, I use it for afternoon, pick me a matcha latte. And then at night, I use it for plant-based hot chocolate or brew tea. And I was like, oh, yeah, because it is versatile, right? So you have you can make different types of uh, beverages in it. And then it kind of inspired us to have a channel. So we're on TikTok. We're going to do the TikTok live and Instagram live to teach our customers on, hey, you can actually have different types of beverage, not only just plant-based milk. Consumers that make pina colada out of nutter machine. And I was like, well, why didn't I think about that? It just coconut shreds and pineapple and just tastes absolutely delicious. That sounds amazing. And I mean, like, obviously, coconut milk, I use a lot of coconut milk in food. But then the issue is you kind of like, I'll always have like cans of coconut milk because I don't want to use the entire box with coconut milk because I never know when I'm going to use it. But then at least if I've got a can, then I use typically half and freeze half. And, you know, but still there's so much nasties in that. And the other half usually go bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I normally freeze it immediately. So I would like put it in a little ice cube and then I would use the ice cubes. Like, you know, if I'm doing something and I need an extra like sauce or something, then I'll, you know, chuck them in. So nothing goes to waste in our house, but yeah, it is, it is kind of challenging. So I'll definitely like look into, you know, how would you make coconut cream for that. And yeah, pina colada sounds, sounds really great, especially right now. (laughs) (laughs) And when it comes to like coffee, so here in Australia, we are a very, very much like, you know, coffee culture. So with all the kind of popularity that came with like milk alternatives, a lot of like brands started now to like sell like barista, you know, the barista style, because this one actually foams better than this one. And, you know, this one's got a better taste. So like kind of how would you say a nutter milk option would compare to that? Will you get that type of foaminess if you make it a certain way? Or like, will you get that perfect cappuccino? So that's a really good question. Um, and I personally, uh, you know, love to like explore different like barista quality plant-based milk. And I've tried plenty. Maybe I'm biased, but, you know, most of the barista quality or bari- made for barista plant-based milk, they don't taste as good because in order to foam, they have to put a lot of preservatives. These are actually the enzyme that they actually put it in which usually the enzyme is not natural so it's all certain type of chemicals um so that's how a lot of them they they foam and then they look good um however if you drink it constantly they might not be the best health options for you so that's a reason why so for our plant-based milk 
if you test it, right? So you just grind it because our blades are very, very powerful. So it actually naturally creates a foam. And I don't know if you can hear, my husband is actually making it for his morning call. Oh, I can't actually hear that. It's, it's quiet. It's a very quiet machine. <laughs> well, uh, I, I hope to make it a little bit more quieter in the future. Uh, we're working on that. But in terms of the another machine is that it blends it so fast and then actually has kind of a crease that the milk frother, kind of like milk frother, and then it does have a pretty thick of a crema. And then you can just directly pour it on your coffee. And then, of course, it may not have that kind of texture as whole milk. But if you, let's say, if you use cashew, that's my preference. Cashew has certain fats in them and then actually creates a foam. And then it actually pours really well. Very, very smooth texture. So you can then, you don't have to use your milk frother from the coffee machine. You just use it directly from the nata and put it in. Exactly. If you want an extra foam and, you know, we never say no, um, but usually people just pour it directly out of nutter. Okay. And like, how easy is it to make the milk? So basically two tablespoons of almonds or, you know, whatever nuts that you like, and then one cup of water and usually 350 ml, and then you close the lid, press the button, and then five minutes, give it a go, and you have your fresh plant-based milk. Oh, wow. So you can make as little as you want? Yeah, that's our initial thought, is that should we create something that makes five to six cups at a time, or just one to two cup at a time? But then after serving the, you know, doing the market research, we realized folks that usually use um, plant-based milk as creamer. So what happens is that a lot of consumers actually buy a whole carton. That's what's available. And then they go to waste because they don't drink it all because they only use it as creamer. So this best part about uh, another machine is that it's designed for one or two cups, right? One or two cups. And then actually you can have a whole jar of creamer a week. And then if you need more and then you just make more another batch. So usually you only use it one or two times if you only use it as creamer. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. And I mean, I've made some YouTube videos where I was literally showing people how you can make all the milk alternatives with a blender, squeezing out all the stuff. And I used to make all sorts of different things with the pulp because let's face it, if you make it with a normal blender, there is quite a lot of pulp that you're left with. So with this nutter, is there any pulp? Do I need to go and strain it? Do I need to milk the bag or anything? <laughs> no, um, because it's in such a small quantity, there's not that much pulp, surprisingly. So for example, if you use, um, you know, cashew and oats, and there's no pulp, but if you'd use almonds or pecans or walnuts, then because it has a shell, it does have some pulp. However, because it's such a smaller quantity, most of our consumers just drink with it because it has all the nutrients on the skin. If consumers do prefer to strain it out with no pulp, kind of like orange juice, you have pulp and no pulp. Some folks just prefer no pulp at all. And we do provide a strainer externally. But for the next production, we actually have added a insert, which is a filtration inside. And then when you filter it and actually filter out all of the skin, if you prefer to have some pulp, you can, it's a attachable. So you can detach and then pour. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking, what about my lovely coconut pancakes that, you know, is made from the pulp? 
<laughs> that's now lo- no longer going to be there now. I can just use normal coconut and add some of the milk. So we'll definitely try that out. And how easy is it to clean? Obviously, it's like a machine. Like, how do I wash it? We have a self-clean feature on the machine. So it's basically 90 seconds. All you need is one drop of dishwash soap. Drop it in and put some water, close the lid, select the self-clean feature. 90 seconds, it's going to clean itself. And then you pour it out, rinse it, and you're done. That's amazing. I'll definitely volunteer to clean the... The nutter every time. <laughs> I won't tell everyone, anyone how easy it is so that it at least seems like I'm doing something. <laughs> so like where is the machines manufactured? Because you guys mainly at in the US market at the moment, right? Yes. So we have manufacturing partner both in China and the US. Our nutter blends are manufactured in um, the US out of Atlanta. And then the machine is uh, from China. Okay, awesome. And for all of our crazy birds listening to this and thinking, oh my gosh, I am going to order a nutter right now, but I'm not based in the US. So, you know, obviously there's some issues with plugs. What can they do? So we have a plan of going in international distribution. um, And actually, we just went to the Home Inspire show, uh, which we had a lot of uh, interest from international distributors, including Australia and New Zealand. So we're actually planning to distribute and in the 220 plug. But until then, you can definitely order online. And then uh, there's some additional tax, but very small amount, I believe. And then you will be able to just get a, it's really simple. I think uh, people in the UK use a converter. So you just order on, you know, online and then as a a 110 to 220 converter. Um, But hopefully soon in the future, in the next quarter or two, we're going to service uh, Australia market as well. Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to that. You have done amazing with Nata. I mean, you guys have sold over $7 million worth of nutters and literally changing the way people milk. And I can see you've got a lovely sign behind you as well, which is fantastic. And you appeared on Shark Tank as well with this. What type of advice would you give to anyone that's got a startup idea or something in like the sustainability field? How can they actually turn that idea or passion into a reality? Yeah, definitely. I would say it all starts with a problem that you experience in day-to-day life. And if you feel like that's something that other people also struggle with, for example, for me, it's like, you know, I couldn't find clean alternative solution to plant-based milk. Then I decided to create it. You definitely need a team. So it takes a village to get to where you want to be. So, but start small. I started scrappy. <laughs> so me, myself, taking pictures um, in the basement and now grew to a team of 30, very strong uh, marketing team. So I think it just takes time to get there. You know, I think be patient along the way and find some good mentors. I am very fortunate to to have some mentors in my life. Our uh, investor, one of our investors is a former CEO of Instant Brand, which they have sold, you know, billions of dollars of Instapot that you may have heard of. So definitely a lot of good advice along the way. 
Keep trying. And I always remember a、uh, good advice is that if you run into new problems, that means that you have achieved the next level. So definitely, don't be discouraged if you have a started business and you have problems going to come. <laughs> But you realize that that's actually the next level. I love that. That's amazing, and it's so encouraging to know that you know sometimes you're not the only one that's going through this, and that you need to kind of. Go through it, and it will kind of happen. And actually, I've got like my little mon- mantra because today, with my studies, it's been one of those days that I was just like, oh. And it actually says, "When you trip in life, make it part of your dance." And I was like, "Okay, today I'm dancing around all of these assignments that needs to be due, and all of life that needs to be due, and everything's happening." So yeah, so no, that's great. Thank you so much for for that amazing advice. And Alicia, what would you say has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around Mama Earth? I think. Making that decision that actually I quit my job at Google and、uh, decided to be my own entrepreneur. It was very scary because I was pregnant with my son at that time. But I am very glad that I made that decision to take on that journey because not only just for my own health and for 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 consumers, but also for our next generation. Because you know we're living in the world, and then every day when we go to a coffee shop. And we look at how you know Starbucks thrown away all the elite cartons. I'm just like, so what are they gonna do with all these cartons? And like these cartons are piled up somewhere on the earth. And what about our next generations? Are they gonna live on that pile? That kind of just it, it strikes me as we gotta do something in order to change the way we milk. It's not only just a motto, but also is really how we are. Going to act and and you know help preserve the environment for our next generation. I love that. That is so so important because definitely every single day, every choice that we make is either a choice that's better or that's worse for the environment. I feel like you know there's never a perfect choice, and the more I study environmental science and the more I kind of dig into everything I'm doing, I'm just realizing that yeah, there is no one size fits all kind of approach, but there's definitely approaches where you can go like, wow, this is actually a better choice, or this is a worse choice, like you know, depending on on where you are. So yeah. So, guys, before we move into our final five, I just thought I would hit the pause at that moment and just tell you a little bit about my nutter experience. So, firstly, this is not a sponsored、um, content at all.、Uh, whatever I am saying now about my experience on nutter is honestly just my own opinion. And is by no ways uh, influence, uh, it, but I will have to mention that I was sent a machine、uh, complimentary to try out as well,、um, and also provide them with、uh, my honest feedback. So here it is, and I、uh, have to say, I honestly love it. It's easy to use. Uh, there is one little、uh, catch at the moment if you're in Australia or、uh, the Middle East, for example, and 
you want to go on that website right now and order your nutter. It is only made for the US market at the moment. So this means if you are in desperate need for a nutter, you will have to get a step down converter. So some people might already have step down converters. If you don't, uh, I will link up the one that I actually bought. Uh, you would really go and have a look. Um, there's different ones. Uh, some's really charging a lot for shipping. Um, I got one for about $50. So yeah, it's just worth checking around. But if you are wanting to hang out a little before you actually purchase a nutter, if you are in any of these areas, um, they might be coming to your region very, very shortly. So you can just hang on uh, if that is what you want. But if you are desperate, like quite a few other people that has seen my machine, um, has ordered and uh, is they just going to use the step down converter because it might still be, you know, at least another year, year and a half. Um, I don't know, maybe more, more, maybe less uh, before you can get it. Anyway, that's the nitty gritty. Um, but yeah, I've been loving the coconut milk. That's probably my favorite. I tried a few. Um, I find with some of the like nut milks, like the macadamia one, the taste is really good, but there was still like some pulp. Uh, so with those ones, I tend to kind of run it through the machine like twice. Uh, and I find that that makes it less pulpy. Uh, I'm fine with having pulp in my smoothies and things, so I'm not that much uh, worried about that. But in my coffee, I'm like, I need it smooth. So for coffee, I would typically just put it through another like sieve or sif, uh, however you pronounce that. Uh, and yeah, the coconut one is just phenomenal because I also feel like if I double up on the coconut, so it's normally like you take one cup of water with two um, tablespoons of uh, whatever it is that you want to put in. So for example, with the coconut, two uh, tablespoons of coconut, and you get a really, really sturdy uh, measuring spoon with as well. So I usually just put two of that in. But when it comes to the creams, I try to double it. So I would just add like, you know, four to even sometimes five, depending on how creamy I want. And oh my goodness, it is smooth, smooth, smooth. So yeah, just been loving it. Um, been using it in my morning uh, cappuccinos or flat whites. And um, it's, it's really phenomenal. So I honestly highly recommend it. There is a few improvements um, on the machine that, you know, I felt is necessary. And I have reached out to uh, the lovely Alicia from Nutter to kind of share that as well. But basically, uh, I think, you know, there's few things that could have been improved, like, you know, it's not really on a docking station. So um, it is, it's kind of plugged in. So if you need to take it, you know, to the sink to like rinse out, you need to unplug the whole thing and things. Uh, so that was something that was just like, oh my gosh, every time I have to unplug it. But for that quality of milk, package-free, I will unplug it every single time because it's so worth it. We do not have to purchase any of the like Tetra Pak milks. Um, I am going to add that, you know, there's a lot of these barista type of milks that, um, 
you know, foams so well. Like, you know, the baristas, um, like oat milk and nut milk and everything's really, really good for foaming. Uh, this one, I would say it's not up, up to that standard, but we need to compare apples to apples here. Um, and if you were to put in a whole bunch of <laughs> nasty stuff, in your nutter machine, you would probably get that exact same consistency with foam. So now we are no longer having any nasties in our nutter with our milk. So it does not foam as good as that other machines. But the the type of foam that it makes, uh, I I'm I'm completely happy with that. So I would not switch to those stuff with the packaging with all those other nasty bits in it just to get a better foam consistency. And I mean the foam consistency, I would say maybe it's about 80% as, you know, your normal foam, depending on what you're making, of course. But yeah, overall, love the machine, using it literally every single day. So for us, um, I don't know if I'm probably going to be using it for the next month or so, I would definitely say that that would be one of the like essentials I grab if there's a fire in the house type of thing. Um, so if you guys do feel like you want to order it, um, you can use the Mama Earth Talk 15, sorry, it's called Mama Earth 15. I will put that in the show notes as well. And that will give you guys a 15% off um, if you do decide to actually purchase it. So that is it. We are digging now into the final five. And let me know if you've got any feedbacks or comments on that as well. Alicia, we are moving into our final five. So the first one is what is one social media account or publication that you follow? I follow Forbes, uh, Wall Street Journal, Medium, TechCrunch. <laughs> <laughs> These are the, the kind of uh, the tech and consumer tech news and market trends that I follow. I love that. And what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? My hope is that everyone can, you know, again, going back to the kind of our mission is that, you know, every day, maybe things that you do are very small, but think about every decision that you make is towards a better, sustainable world. So if everyone is moving towards the same direction, then we can actually create a better, better, sustainable future. So, yeah, and and, uh, I hope that I can make a small impact in, in the community to help us to, you know, make that healthy decision every day. Well, I'm sure there's about 50,000 boxes of milk that's not being used every single week because of you. So yeah, you're already making a big <laughs> difference. And what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? So I think just um, in terms of day-to-day decision, like, I think just in terms of our audience, and then obviously we have many variety of situations or day-to-day lives. And if you need a little bit more inspiration on, for example, how to make your life more sustainable, or I don't know what to drink, or I don't know what how to make my diet a little bit more colorful, we have hundreds of recipes on our website. So you can get some inspiration on there and maybe that'll help to spark some interest. <laughs> So uh, some of us, we make vegan cheese using the plant-based milk out of uh, our nutter machines and vegan hummus. And there's a lot of uh, inspiration on our website. Oh, I love that because that's actually on 
my list of things that I need to do in the next five years is to learn how to make like vegan cheese because obviously cheese is my kryptonite, <laughs> literally. Well, if you have another machine, you probably can shorten that to one year. <laughs> It's gonna take five years to, to learn, but uh, we're gonna have some TikTok sessions to be able to, um, we're gonna have uh, plant-based chefs to um, be able to teach our consumers how to make more vegan and plant-based recipes. Oh, that sounds great. Definitely checking those out. And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people that are not yet on a sustainable journey? On average, globally, people toss about 17 billion milk cartons every single year. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot of milk. We definitely need to change that into zero would be great. And where can people find you and the Nutter crew? You can find us on our website, uh, which is the T-H-E Nutter, N-U-T-R.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at Nutter Machine. So N-U-T-R Machine. You can find us there. You can also find us on social like Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn. We're everywhere. <laughs> awesome. And Crazy Birds, if you are somewhere and you're driving and you're like, hang on, where is this? Just go to the show notes. I will link all of the social media stuff up for you as well as some of those recipes that I am going to be trying out in the next week or two. So you guys can like check my favorite ones out as well. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast and for all of the work that you guys are doing to obviously, you know, make such a difference and make people enjoy nut milk without having the guilt of that Tetra packs in the end. Yes, thank you so much for having me. You're most welcome. And that's a wrap. Huge thank you for our amazing guest for being on the podcast and for sharing their journey with us. You can find the show notes of this episode on the mamaearthtalk.com's website. The biggest thank you goes out to all of you crazy birds for listening to the podcast. If you have not already listened to all of the episodes, you can go back to a few of them. You will absolutely love them. I really enjoyed recording every single one of them. And I really hope that you enjoy listening to them. There's over a hundred episodes. So if you feel a little bit lost on which one to listen to next, maybe select one of the episodes with guests that you might want to know more of and start from there. If you enjoy the episodes, why not tell a friend about the podcast and maybe share an episode with them? Let them know that we are here and we are waiting for them with open arms And they are all very welcome to join the crazy birds globally. If you have a question for me, please send them over. The best way to get in contact with me would probably be a DM on Instagram. You can either send it to my personal, which is at Zero Waste Mariska, or the podcast, which is at Mama Earth Talk. Or send me an email at hello at mamaearthtalk.com. If there's a particular guest or topic that you would like to hear on the podcast, let me know. I love to hear from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every second Monday. So make sure to subscribe that you do not miss a thing. 
Mama Earth has a voice, and it's us crazy birds.